All right. So according yeah, to this, we are online. We're live. Live. Uh, I hope everything's live. This is the first time we're using uh, this new uh, software that I will. I mean, you can see the 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 logo in the top corner if you guys are watching this. It's Streamyard. Uh, so we're trying uh, we're trying out Streamyard. Hopefully, this will help with some of the uh, lag issues we were having in the past. Uh, if you guys have been watching Geektastic Cipher for the last longest time you've known that in the last couple weeks we've had some uh issues unfortunately which was very very annoying but uh you know hopefully uh hopefully did we uh did we post up live uh, on facebook i think so it's supposed it said we were going live and that now it says broadcast i'm just checking because i scheduled it yeah. yeah i'm just trying to make sure we're live before we get going here yeah we are I live? love that no matter how prepared you are, at any given moment, it's like, okay, but are we live? I know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, That's we're live. This is all going. This is all going. We're pretty sure, podcast, but like, by the way. This is all... go on Facebook and just check? I am. That's the thing. I'm on Facebook right now, <laughs> and it says we're live, uh, and then it, but it says we're waiting. It's waiting for the, the video, so I don't know why it says that. I did everything it was supposed to do. Yeah, I'm not well, sure. I did everything not. right. I did. I'm. Uh, we are on Mixler, so. Oh wait, maybe I have to. No, if I click this, it doesn't do anything. Kids, this is what happens when you try new technologies. Thing. Never change. Boo to new technology. <laughs> oh wait, Hilton, while we're here, I had a question. Did you guys end up doing a version of BlurCon? I'm sorry. I had the squiggly for about thirty seconds, and I caught the back end of that. Oh, can you hear me yes. now? Yes. I was wondering if you guys actually pulled off some version of BlurredCon this year. Oh no, not at all. Not at all. We, <laughs> there was a, there were a lot of conventions that uh, you know toyed with options of doing an online event. Uh, we opted not to do it. Uh, you know, really the experiential part of BlurredCon is so contingent on people coming together and all those little uh, you know unscheduled happenings that happen in between the schedule. Uh, kind of where the magic lie. And uh, with year three, we said, you know what? We don't even want to mess with it and let people down. We're just going to go ahead and just say we're going to go ahead and defer to 2021. Yeah, it actually probably makes more sense that way. Um, it must, it must, I mean, there are a lot of people that we know in the in the industry as well that got hit in the same manner. Yeah. With those oh, yeah. And, well, yeah, I mean, everybody. Yeah. I mean, everybody. There's, there are no, you know, I mean, there's some small cons happening here and there and they're catching some heat they're all in it. florida though right <laughs> they just had one in virginia they just had one in virginia this last weekend and they're catching holy hell uh for you know them having a comic book convention at the richmond uh raceway it was like va comic-con oh. yeah. and uh yeah you know you just somebody was walking through taking pictures of people without masks and not social distancing thing and it's just so hard to regulate that sort of thing in a con yeah. space where people are so in love with one another that you know stay apart and cover your mouth and all that you know it's just but like what better place than a con where people are usually covered anyway though right at a costume the, or the cosplayers are <laughs> probably true. better off than others it's right. the vendors <laughs> and the you know the attendees where things get get messy <laughs> Imagine someone would have done that though. Been like, you could have, you could come to the con, but you have to be in cosplay all the time, and your cosplay has to have a, ma a face mask. <laughs> that would have been a genius idea. Only two cosplays allowed. You must be either Spider Man or Deadpool. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to see. If you see this, it's a Deadpool. 
full con. It's just the, we're just gonna do it. <laughs> Doc, do you have us back? Oh, did we just lose him? Hey, no, well, no, we lost I'm here. <laughs> no, no, I was here. I just oh, took myself. I, your name out. I was gonna say you guys keep talking. I'm still trying to figure out the stream stuff, but we are still on Mixler, so people are still listening. We actually have a few people on Mixler tuned in, okay, so awesome. shout out to all those people. Awesome. Uh, you guys keep going. I'll be right back. <laughs> What's Mixler? Oh, uh, Mixler. It's another. It's another Dewey. <laughs> yeah, Mixler is this option. It's an audio only. It, it lets you create your own radio station. So if anyone is uh, that doesn't know about it, oh or, cool. Yeah, you can. It's Mixler uh, M. Mixlr.com slash Franklin Armstrong D-O-T-C-O-M uh, and that takes you or you can just go to franklinarmstrong.com slash live and then uh, our Mixler is right there it's embedded yeah. so people can tune in and listen to it uh, and to the people who are tuned in right now we appreciate you guys jumping over because I know a lot of people know that we tend to do the show on both so uh, when they didn't see the stream they went directly to it which is cool I'm going to keep trying to fix this you guys keep going I'll be back so I, I did have another question. Uh, Doc brought it up earlier that you had a connection with DC fandom, uh, Hilton, and I'm going to get to Arian after this. Yeah, yeah. We, we got we got some outreach from uh, their uh, uh, their team. They really are interested in you know trying to reach into this uh, the the blue community and get participation and get engagement. Uh, a lot of the properties that they have coming out, you know, have a, a certain aspect of diversity and inclusion as a part of you, their writing staff, producing, cast, characters. Uh, and it's sort of up until recently, it was an untapped market. I think uh, the conflu conflagration, if you want to say it, of COVID-19 on top of the activism around George Floyd and, you know, all this is really brought, uh, I think, many different aspects of the black community, you know, to the forefront. And I think that the combination of conventions being canceled, remember, DC Fandom was all of the content that was going to go out at San Diego Comic-Con. You know, this right. was Hall H. They created their own Hall H so that they could get this stuff out, you know, between, you know, San Diego Comic-Con and New York City Comic-Con. Um, and so, you know, when they said, hey, look, you know, we, we really want to make sure that we get uh, you know, with certain things that we're doing, we're doing the Blurred and Bougie, uh, you know, after party. Uh, we've got some really, really cool panels. The boss panel has got a lot of uh, powerful black women who are, and women of color who play characters that are currently part of the DC television and cinematic universe. And, you know, we want to engage this conversation. So they reached out and uh, it was really amazing. I mean, anyone who saw it or, or tuned in, uh, you know, they just created this virtual happening for 24 hours uh, of just content on top of content on top of content. And I was telling them, I was on a call with them yesterday, and I was just like, it was like having a VIP pass to Hall H all day. You know, That's this right, is yeah. the stuff that we don't get to see. Even if you're at San Diego Comic-Con, you right. don't necessarily get into Hall H. If you go to San Diego Comic-Con, you still got to fly home and wait for the YouTube leaked video to come out <laughs> so you can see. Like, yeah, I was there, but, you know, I wasn't in line. For I, I didn't days. get to see it. So so how, how does something like that get to happen for you? Like, who did someone who called you? How did that happen? I, you know, um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm such a nobody. Okay? Oh, good. I got I got a call. Look, I got a box here from from uh, uh, the, the the fandom people, right? Okay. And they sent me the little little box here. Directly behind me is is something with HBO, and I'm not hurting anybody because they're all under the same umbrella. Okay. Uh, both times they reached out to me, and I thought it was a prank. 
And so they had to, they, they would e email me and I was like, HBO, they're probably like just some bot trying to get me to sign on to something, whatever. And then somebody would email me and go, Hey, we need somebody to get, you need to get in touch with them. Someone's trying to reach you from HBO. I'm like, get the hell out of here. Nobody's trying to reach you. And I get on my phone and they're like, Oh, Hey, how you doing? We want to talk to you about BlurCon and reaching out to the Blur community and all this stuff. And I'm waiting for the pitch, you know, waiting for the, the MLM pitch, you know, yeah, yeah. This is your, your downstream <laughs> is really going to be dope with HBO Max. It's this great, theory, you know. But they called me and and they and basically what they said was, you know, we're not blurs. The people on the other end of them, they're black women, and just coincidentally with both of these cases, and they admitted, you know, we're not blurs and we don't really have a connection to the community. We have been told that you have some key to the community. I'm looking around. So, yeah. <laughs> And and they said, what would you do? How would you promote this? How would you reach out about you know the DC fandom idea? What would you do with uh, the uh, uh, Lovecraft Country? And I just gave them the phone book. I mean, I, this is the stuff that you and I said. Oh, I wish they'd do this. So I'm like, I'm gonna yeah. write it down. And they picked and chose. And you saw a lot of it with the fandom. You saw a lot of it in the promo promo for uh, Lovecraft Country. And uh, we've had a real blast. I mean, it's been overwhelming in a lot of ways because um you know I'm, I'm just this country boy you know and they're <laughs> you know but, like but it goes to show that you actually have a voice and that what you're doing is is, is right like you're on the right path if something like that is happening well there's the risk too you know you get this you get that call and <laughs> you know you got to have like everything's got to be lined up you got you can't over promise yeah that's you know true. you gotta you gotta be very true to where the community is not just the blur community but the nerd community because the blur community is a part of the larger geek community right. and they do move in concert so i said look you know we're going to talk about things that are going to reach everybody but if if this particular community is somewhere you want to target then there's going to be a certain way left to right that we're going to go to connect with them. And it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be something you guys have never done before. It's going to sound a little crazy, <laughs> but then it ended up working, you know? So we that's, had a blast. That's wicked. That's, that's awesome. Cool. I like to hear about things like that. Um, Cause then it shows us that hopefully one day we'll have someone reach out to us and we'll think it's a prank one day. Maybe. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, answer your emails. <laughs> they, Man, they, they will email you from the admin account. I promise you. Like, my personal email is, uh, is a disaster. There's no way. Like, There's no way I'll ever get that. Like, get the. Hell out of it. I'm not picking that phone. You know what it is? Once you pick that phone up, if yeah. you, when that call comes. And you pick up that phone, that means up. Oh, you start getting the call. It's like how the bot works. Yeah. So everyone's like running away from their unknown numbers that are calling. That's their phone. true. Mm -hmm. That's true. And what about you, uh, Ms. Ariane? Ariadne. Ariadne. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I was I was trying to think when I said Ms. For a quick second, because I knew there was like a there was something I was gonna miss in the name. I apologize. Well, I, I would not make that mistake again. That, that was the whole thing the first time, right? That I when we when you were on <laughs> Internalist, yeah. we had a whole long discussion about because I never pronounce names properly. Yeah. I remember when we used to work in radio. I always tell people to introduce themselves because I was like, nah, I'm gonna mess with you. <laughs> I'm, I'm 100 percent you going to mess up your name. You say your name. That way we all know from the get go. That's or you get thing. slick and introduce one of your boys to him, like, oh, yeah, yeah, Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. In real life, I do that all the time. <laughs> great. That's, that's the perfect trick. It works that so is, well. That is a great trick. Like, oh, so, hey. Ariadne, yes. what's, your, what's your connection to uh, DC fandom? Um, well, 
So for those who don't know, I own a narrative design and consultation firm, well, co-founder, um, and we write video games. So we actually had two of our games be released at Fandom, and it's Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad. God damn. So I love you. <laughs> I saw the trailer well, for hey, Doc, Doc, put, him in, put him in the green and room he has before, a five minute time out I can't, <laughs> <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait for both those games thank you for creating those games oh, uh, I, I can't take any credit for creation or anything we're basically we get hired on for uh, additional writing so nope. they already have their narrative, like their in-house narrative teams in place. But a lot of times um, they need help. <laughs> and there's only so many writers in video games. Yeah. And our, the, my company, Sweet Baby, our whole thing is trying to change the landscape of what the video games industry looks like. Because in case you didn't know, it's very white. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> okay. it's okay. very male. And there's this Catch-22, right? Where especially now when Black Lives Matter became very cool uh, and every company was deciding to jump on the bandwagon of like, okay, yeah. who can we get? Who can we put in front of the camera? Like, who can we? So there was a lot of opportunities out there. And so a lot of games are like, okay, well, let's, let's try and add some diversity. And then they look around and go, well, there's no, there's no experienced writers. Like there's no young black experienced video game writers. And you're like, no, because you'll never give them a job. Yeah. So what we do is we take on a contract as Sweet Baby, and then we subcontract to up-and-coming writers so that they get their names in the credits. And all of a sudden, you got a portfolio going there. Wow. Nice. That is That's awesome. That's what you did there. See yeah, it's a uh, gaming the system. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, Get that drum I mean, roll. I'll give you that. <laughs> Man, I wish I wish uh, episode name right there. <laughs> I always appreciate a good pun. Yeah, but we've been it. So the video games industry is so bizarre because you can be working on a project for three years and not be allowed to talk about it. Mm, so okay. it's always a relief when your game announces and you can go like, yes, okay, that is what I was working on. I had to tiptoe around this for a while, but it's a lot of fun. So while we're on the topics of the game, can we can we talk about them a little bit? <laughs> you can ask questions okay. and I will either answer them or I will not answer them. <laughs> That's right. All right, you know what? So we have the biggest yeah. fan of the we're games in the Mer house here, Mr. Dave. <laughs> I'll let you go ahead. We're going to start. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, is is the Gotham Knights? It's going to be the same type of uh, controllers, uh, control. I don't know mapping for the gameplay. Uh, I don't know the... if they changed anything, but it, it's going to be like a classic. Well, it doesn't take place in the Arkhamverse. It is going to be a classic Arkhamverse um, kind of gaming experience. Oh, that's so. It doesn't take place in the same universe at all. It's not related. It take, it's, it's it's not after the fact. Oh, interesting. Yeah, the commercial makes you think that. Interesting. Well, yeah. But oh. it's it's really interesting and it's funny to be working cuz it's two different studios, right? Gotham Knights is WB Montreal. Yeah. And uh Suicide Squad is Rocksteady. Yeah. 
And it's funny to be working on these two games because I would ask questions of one studio about like, hey, do you know if they're doing this on Suicide Squad? And they'd be like, I have no idea. Oh, damn. (laughs) They're just very working on their game. They didn't know anything about the other game. So I I was in a weird, unique position of seeing both games and going like, ha, 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 nice. Oh, my God. Okay, so without, without giving away too much, are there any crossovers that they didn't mean to do but because you saw what was going on you're like oh it's funny that you guys <laughs> no 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 because of course every decision has to be put through dc um, so they have someone there who's able to say yes this character can be there or no that character can't be there yeah do you do you know if the gameplay is like you could change the characters per level or are you going to be assigned a character for whatever you're doing uh, well, I mean, you choose your character. I don't know when you okay. can swap in and swap out, but it's not like they force you to play anybody. Okay. Cool. That's cool. What are some of the things that you got to work on or write on uh, Suicide Squad that you know, you're know you excited for? Hmm, no, that's spoilery. That uh, trailer. That about trailer the I'm, I'm not a big Suicide Squad fan by any stretch of the imagination, but that trailer made me want to play. <clears throat> so that, that looked we... really fun. I, I, I've never seen Suicide Squad movie. Oh. I barely care about the Suicide Squad. But the <laughs> second we started seeing what the game was, we were like, oh, hell yes. This is going to be great. It's cool. It looks really cool. Can, can you comment on how that gameplay is? I have no idea. Do you know what like, it reminds me of? It reminds me of uh, the first uh, Age of Ultron Avengers. And and oh. the and the way things are happening at the same time, different like mm. action pieces, different characters fighting at the same time. Mm. And it looks like their scenes are mixing. You know what I mean? I don't know if you remember that scene in Age of Ultron. Beginning. Yes. Yeah, yes. beginning, yeah. Yeah, that was that was very cool. I mean, it's always difficult again in games because a lot of times you launch with a CG trailer. Yeah. Or the trailer can be made in engine, but mm. it's not indicative Actual, of what the gameplay is gonna be. It's true. Um, but the from what I understand, the Gotham Knights one does have actual gameplay shots. Like some of the stuff we thought was gameplay, whereas Suicide Squad, people were saying that is completely uh, just uh, a trailer. There's no that that was just a trailer. Okay, Um, and we didn't know what song they were going to use. So I saw it live at the same same time as everyone else, and. Bombs Over Baghdad is one of my top five favorite songs of all time. So I geeked out. Yeah. Like, even knowing what the trailer was, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> that is so dope. Oh, my God. Um, man, so DC fandom, like, you know, uh, Hilton, you were saying I wasn't here while you were talking, but I did hear you saying it. I mean, this whole movement of kind of figuring out how to do San Diego Comic-Con, by, but without doing San Diego Comic-Con, Seemed like such a crazy idea. Uh, did you guys know uh, originally for Ari, Ari and you, Khan, when you guys were being spoken to, was the was the vibe that they were trying to recreate a kind of like SDCC virtually? Like what, what was the vibe they were trying to get? What was the connection? Did they still want to? Because it felt like that weekend felt like I was missing out on Comic-Con. But at the same time, everyone was seeing everything at the same time. So it was kind of this fun trend like i almost i mean i'm not gonna say i i wouldn't want to go to san diego comic-con but doing it this way 
almost felt a little more fun for me as someone on the outside who can't get to San Diego easily. Yeah, I think the uh, they tried so hard. I mean, I think they took every effort. I think Aru would probably agree with me in, in her communications uh, with Warner Brothers is that they didn't even want us to say San Diego Comic-Con in context of this. This is such mm-hmm. a, a okay. standalone effort. It, 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 that's the impression I got. It was never referred to me as kind of like some knockoff or, I mean, it's obviously the causality was there, yeah. Yeah. but they definitely wanted to create something that was unique and something that they could recreate uh, next year this time, not just be a reaction to, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And I think next year uh, is going to be even cooler because they didn't have this planned until San Diego canceled. Yeah. So they only had a couple of months to really kind of build this thing out from scratch. I mean, yes, they already had the trailers and they already mm-hmm. had the people booked and everything and kind of had to redirect the energy that was already planned. But I can only imagine what they could put together with 12 months or 10 months of just, you know, hardcore planning of this is going to be our thing. Now, if I were running San Diego Comic-Con, I'd getting be getting a chill up my spine because I'm right. like, oh my God, my Hall H. What are yeah. you doing? <laughs> yeah. you, know, but, yeah. you know, but just like you were saying, we can't all get in Hall H. And we yeah. damn sure all can't get into San Diego Comic-Con. You can go to San Diego. Yeah. But getting into the building, I mean, I've been to the Pentagon. The Pentagon <laughs> is easier to get into than San Diego Comic-Con if you don't have <laughs> like a pro pass like they even have badges, if, and, and Ari, if you've been, you tell me the truth. They've got a pass that you go in and out with. You can't even do that old trick. I'm going to take my pass, get in, and I'm going to hand it my man, and then yeah, we're going to yeah, go yeah. in. No, this is, it scans you on the way in, and it scans you on the way out. They track oh, wow. how much time you spend in the hall. Oh, wow. Different places you go. The badges are just checked that way. Yeah. Uh, and so it's, 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 a, it's more and more exclusive and probably so exclusive now as a physical convention that it's they're not going to get the same bang for their buck at a San Diego Comic-Con that they will get with a DC fandom. Mm. And I wouldn't be surprised if you saw other brands try to do something like this next year as well, because it really went off well. Well, I was going to say, the fact that Marvel didn't do something, or Disney didn't do like a Disney Expo, virtual Disney Expo. Well, they already had D23, no? Yeah, they were able to pull that off before COVID. Yeah, but they do, and they do the the D twenty three every because they do the the, they do those every couple years. It's not annual, from what I understand. Okay. Um, but I I figured that if you can't launch all your major trailers and stuff like that, you would want to do your own type of thing the way DC realized they needed to do. Which, and that's the thing. I always thought it was really smart. I mean, we've seen it, right? Right. We, we talk about it on the podcast every week. Vertical integration has taken over. You know, uh, if you can avoid going to a third party and and your hottest commodity being released at their convention and you can do it on your own, especially with how big DC and Warner Brothers is now. You have HBO Max show being stuff being promoted. You have, uh, you know, Lovecraft, uh, Lovecraft Country. You have the, the Zack Snyder cut of the movie you have video games for gaming like dc i, I mean it, it was it was cool it created some yeah. excitement for things that i completely forgot about the only it, like I, black adam for example yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> any only, thoughts on black adam anyone are I you excited for it 
I'm 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 slightly more excited now because I was worried that Black Adam was going to be an anti-hero and I don't think he is. I really think like he's a villain. It looks like I think he's a villain. Like he yeah. says, like, the of how you get birth of the villain. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll I will say it's the rock and the rock likes to be loved at the end of all of his films. So I don't know. But yeah. how many people are going to actually get Black you Adam? Love a bad guy. <laughs> That's interesting. You love a bad guy if he's going up against Brainiac or something. Yeah. 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 yeah but the rock. Yeah. His brand is that you know I don't know if he's going to go full Darth Vader. Right. Black you know. There are things that Black Adam does in the comic books that I've read, and I was just like, I didn't even know you could put this in a comic book for kids. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, really, like he's like destroyed people's bodies. He's like, there's there's one comic where he's hovering off the ground next to somebody, and the person looks to him. And he's just like, why are you doing that? And he's just like, as if I touch the ground, you filthy people walk on. Like Black Adam has a superior <laughs> superiority complex. <laughs> That is beyond any of the villains. Like he, he literally. Hilt, Hilton's right though. Hilton's right because when this first came as the Rock doing it, I immediately looked at Shazam. I was like, oh, they're gonna go that route with it, too. Uh, right? I the, really the cookie cutter campy style, which worked kind of for he Shazam. Made I mean. the Scorpion King a buddy yeah. movie. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> That's all so I'm true. gonna say. That's it so was true. a buddy movie. It was the Conan right. that we didn't ask for. And, and I was like, wow. I was like, okay. We didn't ask for it. I want to be. I want to be pleasantly surprised when this comes out. I do. I'm optimistic. That's yeah, yeah. me. I, I think. Optimism. I think. I think he could pull off the villain though. If he, if they asked him to, I think he could. But yeah. he's right. He's right about the brand being important. It, it is important, yeah. but don't forget that The Rock was a heel for the longest time yeah. in WWE, and that's what made him famous. That's true. Yeah, yeah. people know him as a bad guy. That's when he was rough. He's going to point to me yesterday, and you're absolutely right. But remember, that was when he was The Rock before he was Dwayne Johnson. He had, it was like at his core, like he was just getting established. He didn't have anything to lose. That was all he was was in wrestling before he started acting. So, like, I mean, I would be more than happy for that to be true. Yeah. You know, I would, it could also be that movie, that one off movie that he does that's like, that is the opposite because every good actor has a movie or two that's the opposite of what they usually do. Tom Cruise, collateral. He's a villain. It's, he's not a hero. And Tom Cruise is very, in, doesn't even let him die in movies, let alone, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a very well, simple especially... solution. We simply just have a Zack Snyder cut. Of Black Adam. That's all we got to do. <laughs> there you go. Bring in. <laughs> Sorry, Ari, what were you about to say? <laughs> I was going to say, like, because Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne Rock Johnson, has transitioned full time into movie star. Yeah. Um, at a certain point, someone wants an award, and oh. you're not going to get an award for being, you know, like oh. the goofy guy in Jumanji. That's how Denzel. You've got to start is. branching out. That's how Denzel. I agree. Facts, You're right. Man. This is and Ooh, for someone like that. The Rock. Okay. This is the perfect role to do that. Where it's like, oh, he's playing someone other than himself. Hey man, that's <laughs> it. Like if, if he can start to show range, yeah, yeah. Like, true. Got some cooking. Yo, you can know you what? Smell what The Rock is cooking. <laughs> <laughs> it's your planet. <laughs> that is that is that is such a valid point that. The superhero mm. genre is the perfect way to transition yourself out of always being the good guy. Because being a villain in those is kind of seen of like, oh, well, it's not serious. He's just being a villain in this kind of kids. You know, people still associate those movies with kids films. But then yeah. you're saying the range like that is that's yeah, that's dead on. 
That is dead well, on. And you think about who's in the Avengers and how many awards they all have. You've got Robert Downey Jr. You've got uh, Scarlett Johansson. Like you've got A-list <laughs> celebrities. And That's DC, true. I'm racking my brain here, but I'm like, who they got? <laughs> now they do, right? Like, <laughs> now with James Gunn and all these people coming in on Suicide yeah. Squad. Yeah, and Black. yeah. yeah. But Margot Robbie right now is most legit like, actor in the DC universe. That's true. You know, I just I just read something today about Ben Affleck being underappreciated and hated, and then you mentioned him just now, and it, it's true. We always forget about Ben Affleck. We do. <laughs> yeah, no one cares about Ben Affleck. I, so uh, he I seems did. to not care about Ben Affleck. So. <laughs> I care about Ben Affleck. I did. I did a. I did a quick uh, survey online mm -hmm. on my IG. I posted yeah. up the fandom image that came. Uh, that showed when the, when the DC films were coming out and when the Marvel films were coming out. And I asked people, DC or Marvel? 100% went to Marvel. Not one person out of the 100 people who saw it, 25 people voted. And only and 25 votes were for Marvel. Not what guys, not one for yeah, DC. No, DC, DC let us down a lot. And they were many, many many uh, the, the, the film franchise has been challenged yeah. you know yeah. i just i always wish that you know they could they send an envoy over to the animated movie studio every one of their animated movies are just like it's just so amazing i love them all like literally love them all to one here's day. a test did you like justice league uh dark the last one oh yeah yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Apocalypse War. There's two different ones. Which one are you? The last one was Apocalypse War. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, I listen. The stories are just as dark and as just the well written, and the characters are so true to form. You know, I, you got the Swamp Thing. You've got you know Death and Destruction. You've got Etrigan the Demon. You know, you just got all these characters that that just get to come together. And you know them, and you know what to expect from them, and they play themselves to their to a T. Yeah, you know, I just, no, I man. do wish, I do wish they would give Green Lantern just a little bit of OP. He is getting waxed like yeah. every week. Like, like is, you, what is the Green Lantern core for at this point? Yeah, right? nothing. Nothing. They even, you they know? even made a mockery of. So, you, did you see the the Superman Red Sun one? Yes. So yes. even oh, in yeah. that, Green Lantern was a joke. Disrespect. Like all the Green Lanterns facing off against <laughs> Superman, getting washed, just getting slapped about. <laughs> we need a we need an Owen upgrade. That's what yeah. we need. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, the exactly. anime you always say is like, how are they not linking those people up with these these jobs? Because they're obviously telling the stories correctly every every time. Without the reason we're having the this coat, oh. this this uh, what you call it, uh, the Snyder cut. Is that they were having? They were going to go with what they were supposed to do because DC is a dark universe. It is. Yeah. And they don't, and they didn't want to embrace that. And so they yeah. took the movie, which was Justice League, and then they reshot it and made it into Super Friends. Yeah. And, and I'm fine with Super Friends. I love Super Friends. I grew up on Super Friends, but I wanted to see Justice League, and yeah. I saw Super Friends, and I wasn't really. That was kind of. And it looks like they're going to show me Justice League, and we'll see what Zack Snyder did with it. But uh, you you were going to say. Yeah, Ari, you were going to say. Oh, just having worked in video games and kind yeah. of peripherally in media, um, the people at the top are so out of touch with what people <sighs> I want I know. that even five experts Sing who it. say, hey, 
here's some statistics, here's some evidence. At the top, they're going to go like, that's not what people want. Why though? People want a sexy silly. Batman it who takes looks too sad. long to get to the top. Oh my god! Okay, you just touched on. Okay, I so want to talk about that. By the way, yeah, I would like to talk about that. It's because it takes them too long to get to the top, and then by the time they get to the top, it's useless. But can no, we? Talk about, oh, sorry, Harry. Of course. No, Continue. we can move on because we all agree with what I just said. So yeah. we don't need to argue. True. <laughs> really this is all, it's a it's a much much lengthier conversation from time to time. I was going to say, though, we touched on it, and I think we should address the emo bat in the room. Why? Like, you know, that trailer looks fun, but at the end of the day, did we need an emo version of Batman uh, who doesn't and who, who, when he's in Bruce Wayne form, looks like a, like, I don't know, Nirvana kid who didn't learn how to get dressed? He looks the shuffled. Can I, can I ask you guys a question? Sure. First of all, do we know what era this is set in? Like what sort of modern? Time? Does it matter? It's, it's supposed to be a bit more. Huh? It looks modern. It's modern. Homeboys right. with a phone in it. How yeah. many kids do you know our age when we were growing up? The reason you can associate it with My Chemical Romance is because it was people were like this. He went through a traumatic event. But and maybe Bruce, that's the kind of music he was into when his parents passed well, away. Here's the thing. This is Toby. Reaching. Reaching. <laughs> okay. I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I wasn't a big fan, but this actually made me change. It made the trailer made me change my mind. I'm actually excited to see this. Don't get me wrong. The trailer. I'm still excited. The trailer looks fun. It looks interesting. But at the same time, and I, you know, Toby, we we have this discussion all the time. We're okay with them doing a different take or a different version if they're going to do something new and interesting. We just do it know, right. Yeah, if you're going to do five Batmans and have different actors every time, as long as it's interesting and new and it doesn't just feel like a rehash of his origin story, we're cool with that, right? My only concern is uh, that you you can't take away certain elements that make the character the character. Bruce Wayne has always been, once he comes back and he takes his throne because he, he leaves for a couple of years, right? He comes back. He understands that he has to separate Bruce Wayne from the bat. And the Bruce Wayne that he has to be is the flamboyant, rich boy who he who can explain, I got into a motorcycle accident. That's why I'm in the hospital. Who can, you know, have like he has the backstories and all that stuff. A brooding emo kid doesn't drive around in fast cars and get hurt. So how do you explain when Bruce gets, you know, like there's so many elements of his character that needs to be. I remember I was reading a comic book once and Damien jason uh dick and uh duke signal are all sitting with bruce at a restaurant at a, a fast food place and and they order fast food they're sitting at the table and bruce takes out a gold fork and knife set in from a box and starts eating his big his burger with the fork and knife and duke looks over and is like what is he doing and dick goes oh you've never seen this this is bruce wayne and that's <laughs> the whole point bruce wayne is a character but what what are we expecting from this because we we talk about this potentially being um batman year one influence, year two right? really yeah that's what i that's my point it's year two he doesn't know yet brian but he's oh i've have we ever seen no, a version? we have haven't ever? seen a version early like that no but, I don't know because even in the year one we've seen Bruce Wayne didn't act like an emo kid. 
Yeah. Comic book, he didn't act like an emo but kid. But you're saying he's acting like an emo <laughs> kid based on <laughs> him riding a motorcycle, taking his helmet off, and looking at people. Like I, he hasn't done anything. I, I think, uh, I okay. think more so the the mascaras. Thank you. And <laughs> the the eyeshadow mascaras. He's wearing like, the eyeshadow because he wore the Batman mask. Exactly. And, and that and that itself is canonical because but, now we actually get to see yes, that. Makes sense. But yeah. to Dave's point. Bruce Wayne doesn't ever look disheveled. I'm sorry. That's not how Bru Bruce Come on. Let's know. No, no, I do not know. I'm not there's accepting also, that. There's also the concept <laughs> that we only saw snips. For all you know, we saw those snips of the movie. Like maybe there's other parts where he looks not wait, like that. Wait. You only seen three times. You see him and Dave on my side with this one today? I'm no, with no, you. No, no, no. I'm saying that the only time you've seen <laughs> No, no. Hold on, Dave. Tell, tell me. Are you on my side? <laughs> no, no. No, 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 but Dave, I agree with you. Dave and I, I think are on the same page. I think my concern is that, and I agree with you, we've only seen three clips. This is not, this is a small trailer. I actually, if, if, if I could be honest, I don't want any more trailers. I think if you just gave us this and then released the movie later on, that'd be dope. But we know the marketing machine is going to give us four or five more trailers in some which way or form where they're going to probably reveal way too much. Um, I like not seeing Riddler. I, you know, uh, Toby, you, you pointed out we got to see Penguin. I didn't even realize that was Penguin, Penguin at first. Yeah. No so one did. Sure if it is, but yeah. Yeah, as soon as I saw him, I was like, that's Penguin. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I didn't realize it was him. Uh, but that you know that's the thing for me th this trailer was a snippet and if you don't give me another trailer and release a movie and I watch the movie I'm down I just yeah. I just think that the Bruce Wayne I'm used to is is supposed to be debonair uh and you know he's supposed to be a rich kid who act rich and I that was always a part of the character to me it would seem weird to take that away but like yeah. you guys said this is a new movie this is a new version if they do it well I won't complain at the end of the day and with so what they released, they're doing a good job of getting us to talk about it, right? So that, right. and let's be perfectly honest, we're all going to go see it anyway. It doesn't yeah. matter. We're talking yeah. shit, we're complaining, <laughs> we're speculating, and we're going to be in the theater assuming COVID isn't still active, and we're going to be first in line to go see it, because that's just who we are. Yep. That's going to happen. I'm gonna be I think it's going to be amazing, because I think they've done some departures. They've taken a risk. I think Pattinson is going to bring an acting chop to this and dimension to this character that that you know the Bruce Wayne character that you know is is non-traditional yeah. right to the classic that, that you and I are, are used to uh, and I I think still beating that guy in the alley and from the, like he was like, <laughs> yeah. he's like I mean he never stopped <laughs> I mean that that clip alone just yeah. just matured the whole scene but yeah. I mean We've and there's two things that I really love about Batman that, that they, they very rarely show. He wasn't like this super ninja fighter when he was originally written. He was the greatest detective on Earth. Yes. Mm -hmm. And this is like a mystery. Like, who is committing these crimes? How are we going to solve this? It's yeah. dark. It's, yeah. It looks like something out of Saw. And that's what yeah. Matt said, right? You know, it's dark and scary. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's the guy. That the director said he's trying to go back to the origins of the detective comics more so the, than the film noir. Yeah. And that's yeah. fine. I, I'm okay with that. I just think, you know, again, the, the two sides of Bruce Wayne, but Batman, I, 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 I like I said, we're going to see, we're going to see uh, the other movie. I, the trailer that we, we, we didn't really see a trailer, but the suicide squad casting, what are your, what are you guys thinking? What, Perfect. I, so I many people think are gonna die. that 60% of that 
Casting's gonna die in the first fifteen minutes of that movie. I wouldn't say fifteen minutes. But yeah. <laughs> hey, look, look, look! I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. X There's the fight, and then there's the person who dies right after the fight when Amanda Waller's kissing through the force. X Force. That's true. true. <laughs> we were all excited. I was so hyped to see X Force. Yeah, this, this guy, and this guy did, above your head was excited to see X Force too. And then I thought from the just six minutes of like. <laughs> What? <laughs> what do you think that's going to happen? I think all these stars and probably the most famous one, maybe not Idris, are going to are going to they're going to storm the beach and what we see, and yeah. they're all going to get blown to bits, and that's going to be, you know, it's like a Hitchcock thing. You know, he takes this big actor, puts yeah. him on screen for fifteen minutes, kills him off, shocks the hell out of everybody. You know, it's like I'm killing her to tell you another story. I think yeah. it's going to be that kind of a. <laughs> What? Why? I'll put my money down and say, <laughs> I'll say that Ratcatcher Two, Savant, Polka Dot Man, Harley, and Idris is, and and in King Shark, they're gonna survive. Everybody else is gone. Capaldi right. as Thinker is gonna get killed. Thinker's gonna get killed because he's just kind of to me he looks goofy. But you would think Polka Dot Man is gonna <laughs> he die. He looks goofy. So you would think that Ratcatcher Two is gonna die. Even Weasel might live because what? you know yes, it's. No. Not yeah, I give you rack catcher, but not polka dot. Polka dot ain't gonna live. Well, I mean, because you need to kill people afterwards, right? Like, right, right. Because like, <laughs> there's a hundred percent, sixty percent in the first twenty minutes. Another twenty percent later. There you go. Do you guys think Peacemaker will make it? Peacemaker, pretty Peacemaker, John Cena. Out of here. Out of here. I, I do. They're gonna do I it do. for comedy. I think. Yeah, I, right. I think he's gonna be just one is John Cena, and he's great on the screen. Yeah. Two, he's playing a character that we are going to be very conflicted to watch. Yeah. And you talk about range, he's going to probably end up being somebody we hate. And mm -hmm. I, I'm looking forward to hating John Cena because he's done enough family movies and kid films. Yeah. I want to see him. I want to see him slam people and and do bad things. And yeah, so I think he's going to be around. Probably won't go in the first wave of, of kills. He might not make it the whole film, but he, he'll <laughs> he'll make it through half the movie. Hmm. I, he's got. Know, he's got in the third act. He's got in the third. I think Idris is going to die at the end of the film. I don't know why. I was going to probably say, doing something oddly heroic. I, I hope. Yeah, that's uh, like saving Harley yeah. or some shit. Or, yeah, I, I was going to yeah. say Boomerang. I think Boomerang might not make it, guys. I don't see. Uh, I don't know why he made it through the first one. He'll live. He barely made it through the first one. Remember, he <laughs> yeah. was to see. You know, let's risk it, and then Homeboy <laughs> dies, and he's like, "Oh, I guess I'll stay." So no, he's, 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 now he knows how it works. He's going to be pushing people in front of him. Sorry, 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 sorry. Ari, what'd you say? You don't put out a video game starring Captain Boomerang uh, and then kill him off in the movie. See? Because then who wants to play Being Boomerang? Captain Boomerang, yeah. Oh, okay. that's so true. All right, fine. Also, fine. you know, why you, you know, why? you know, Harley, King, King Shark, Shark, Boomerang. Boomerang. They're all yeah. safe. King oh. Shark is a shark. They're all in the game. And they're the, all going to live. Yeah. And they're all the stable characters in the comic books. <laughs> like for the last. 15 years they've always been on the on the roster so yeah yep. interesting Man, almost a spoiler then i mean <laughs> <laughs> i mean if i'm right if you're right. Right. right yeah that's, that's right. just logical that's just logical <laughs> I actually, I hope, you, I know you're right. They want kids to play the characters. But man, it'd be so cool if you actually, you know, roll the dice. But again, we talked about the fact that the people upstairs, they're not going to risk anything. Did they they're give not, Boomerang they, some kind of teleportation powers in the oh, game? Dude. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, yeah, did, that was weird. Oh, wait, wait. Ari, He's not going to have that so. in the movie. I have the answer. You need yeah, to okay. Yeah. Oh, wait, you need everyone, to travel. Oh, uh, 
I'm not saying it on this podcast. If you guys want to know when we're not recording, maybe I can drop some hints. That's fair. Okay. Stop recording. I was about to go, wow, she's saying it. This means we can use this. We can oh, oh my God. No, so, so, <laughs> hold on. We get to the Really, really quick. Um, when I said that Gotham Knights wasn't part of the Arkhamverse and you all acted surprised, yeah. my heart stopped because oh, I really? went... Oh my God, did I just say something that wasn't announced to the public? So no. while you guys were talking, I had to Google oh. and verify that WB Montreal has in fact Confirm. said publicly that it is not part of the Arkhamverse. Oh, and so okay. I was like, whew, still alive. Okay. You know what's funny about what you just said is I actually wrote it down and was going to ask you afterwards if it was okay that you said that. I literally have it right here. Gotham Knights does not take place in the same universe as Arkham. Yeah, WB Montreal did clarify that. Okay, okay cool. All right. uh, well, Boomerang, I'll, erase my, I'll erase this now. For Boomerang, one of the things that I was hoping was, at first when I saw it, it looked like when he throws the Boomerang, he looks like he's linked to the, the energy or the path that it travels. and Because like, it's the same color. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. So, you know, again, when we're off, we can maybe discuss this because I definitely would like to know. Because like, it's just Batgirl for some weird reason. <laughs> what? <laughs> She does. She has the the bat hook. The grappling. Yeah. So oh, many clues. <laughs> so, many, so many so many things to discuss. Um, I gave you all the clues, Mister Policeman. <laughs> uh, I guess that's all the ones we talked about. Oh, uh, Wonder Woman eighty four. Uh, what did you guys think of Wig as Cheetah, Chris? Dope. I yeah, actually I like watched it. it because I wanted to keep that. As yeah. a, a I haven't watched it either. But okay. I, so I grew up, I was going to say this if you we were still talking about Batman, but I always thought I loved Batman, but mm. then never liked any of the movies that came out after um, Batman Returns. Oh, and it re I realized because the Batman that I grew up with was animated series. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So animated series, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, like that's my DC universe. And I think that's why I've never liked any of the DC movies mm. because yeah. it's such a different vibe. Yeah. 100%. And because I only watched... Um, Justice League, I've only seen Cheetah, like, not as the person. Yeah. I always thought she was black. Yeah. So when I saw the casting, I went, oh, <laughs> that seems bad. Like, I'm a big Kristen Wiig fan. I think yeah. she's very funny. But for a hot second, I was like, uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> Why are we doing this, gang? Why are we doing this? She was one of those assumed black characters for a lot of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Piccolo, yeah. her, Piccolo. <laughs> when the Piccolo movie comes out, right? Mm. We gotta... <laughs> but yeah, no, that's cool. I, I, I saw the trailer. Uh, I was a little concerned about Wig. Wig does have range, don't get me wrong. I just hadn't seen her do action. So I was just like, Wig doing action? Okay, I'm down. And then that trailer was just like, okay, I'm definitely down. Because she definitely holds her own. She uh, can do it. Yeah, She's, I was giving, she's giving me uh, Michelle Pfeiffer... Like Catwoman vibes. Yeah. Those are the good vibes. Those are the yeah. vibes you want to get. That's that's like the classic Catwoman yeah. right there. So, yeah. well, I think the most important thing to remember is that she's going to have her character is going to definitely have a little bit more room to to go one way or the other because yeah. it's obvious she's not the main villain. Yes, yeah. you know what I mean. And so we don't know what's going to happen. We know what we've seen, yeah. but trailers often do that just to kind of set up a predicate so they can do the switcheroo. So we don't really know what's going to happen with the character yet. 
but uh, they shot in Alexandria at a mall down okay. the street from here. And I remember people were talking about the malls blocked off for like, it was like two weeks. And then, you know, after the fact, you know, all this, the the shots and, you know, the, the stunts and stuff like that was happening. And they had a bunch of extras that were local and I didn't get called this before I had any type of relationship <laughs> to Warner Brothers. Uh, otherwise I'd have been there. But yeah, that you know, that card. Yeah, they did a lot of the shooting on site, which I like. And uh, they brought back uh, my man, you know, uh, what's his name, Pete? Steve, 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 Steve. Oh, Rogers, Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers, yeah. So that's going to be interesting play, you know. So yeah, I'm very interested in the evolution of how someone who died in the fifties, forties, what? You, no, earlier forties, forties. No, it was World War One. You're right. Yeah, it was World War One. So 1930. Yeah, well, I, it's it's the guy. He's got the. Well, I'm not spoiling anything. He's got the the power to grant wishes. Uh, I'm not sure of the exact. He doesn't have an infinity stone, but he's. You bring back Lord, yeah, yeah. He's got the power. See, that's why I think he's is he the main villain because he seems to be linked to her getting the powers, right? Yeah, Yeah, he seems to be the source through which everyone is getting something that they wanted. But now there's something on the back end that comes along with that, as it always does. What that is, we don't know. And I'm just wondering. I, I'm just wondering, comic book wise, Max gets uh, and not a spoiler. This happened years ago, but Wonder Woman and Max's last interaction in the comic book is she snaps his neck because he's controlling Superman. Um, he's I don't know if they're gonna touch on the whole checkmate, uh, that whole thing, Omac, tons of that stuff because there's a lot of backstory to that. But if they take elements and Maxwell Lord can still control people. I'm wondering how far they're willing to go with the Wonder Woman character. Because if, like we were saying before, if DCEU, which is kind of debunked, but if they still want to go dark, you have a Wonder Woman that goes all the way and takes out Mac the same way you had Superman take out Zod last time. You're, you're staying true to that darker universe. That might bring some of the fans back. They should have stayed there. When Superman did that, I was I was happy. I was throwing <laughs> All right. It, sh- it shows he actually is human now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. By making that decision. Well, you yeah. know, the classic line that the Wonder Woman said to uh, Batman said, this is the reason why I don't have a rogues gallery. Yeah. I end my, my foes. Yo, that, I love that. So perfectly I, put you, you, they need to, if they just gave yeah. in and just stopped trying to be Disney. Mm. Oh, it's, yeah. it would just take off. Because that's the thing. At the end of the day, DC can be the 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 movies for adults. We because you, yeah. you an entire generation of kids grew up watching, like Ari was saying, Justice League Unlimited, the the Batman. Like we watch all that like softer stuff growing up. And either you're gonna do those stories, like you know Hilton was saying, if you're gonna do those stories in movies, we're down. If you're not, go dark. We've matured. We're ready for it. You well, we, did it we also you, grew up in a different era where I grew up. I watched RoboCop when I was eight. violence, all those things were. Just might like, I? Yeah, might I say? Might I say though? I think that they are based on what I see with the television universe mm. and with the cartoon, you know, animated universe. Yeah. I think that they are trying to kind of take at least a certain amount of a, of that direction <clears throat> because you have, I mean, if anybody here watched Swamp Thing, that's about as dark mm-hmm. as I've ever seen DC. Guys. That was a good show. That was, that was horror. It yeah. was, it was, you know, super, it was spiritual, mystical. It, it had everything. I mean, cool. it was right out of the comics. I was like, they spared nothing mm-hmm. in bringing the Swamp Thing to life. It's and so then obviously, 
you know, with the TV universe, you saw Titans. I mean, everybody's yeah. getting blood and killed and, and yeah. stabbed. And, you know, they're not getting those cartoon punches with pow and, and all this there. So people are getting overrides. So they're willing to roll the dice. They, they have done it. They're willing to do it. I'm just wondering why, I guess on a larger you, scale, there's always that concern of the rated R not making as much money, but Deadpool proves. But do you, do you think the TV universe that he was just talking about is them testing the waters though? No. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> all right. Been hurt before. Never again. <laughs> that was the quickest yeah. no. No. Is, is, there, is, there, is, there, is there a behind the no? Maybe guess? that's the title. No. <laughs> no. So Marvel is a tight ship, right? Yeah. Like Marvel, it's the same creative decision makers who are doing it across the board. Yeah, whether it's TV, whether it's comic books, whether it's movies, whether it's video games, it's the same people making the decisions. Mm. DC isn't like that, yeah. right? So they have people doing their own things. And the DC franchises on CW, they're Ooh. silly as hell, but yeah. they're watchable. Like those yeah. are some watchable. I watch Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Like put on a whole season. I'll just sit through it. That's fine. Yeah. It has and. They targeted it. All the CW shows have very similar tone. Mm -hmm. They have very similar writing. Mm -hmm. And they're very good at Supergirl feels different from The Flash, feels different from Green Arrow, feels different from Legends, yep. feels different from, you know. And the movies never found their footing. They yeah. never, because it was always other studios doing it, right? It wasn't DC proper like Marvel does. Right. And now that they're trying, they're already so far behind Marvel that they're just like, okay, okay, hold on. What if, what if we do this to, to like Justice League? What if we make it a bit more fun? What if we really push the envelope with Suicide Squad? What if, and it's failing. Yeah. <laughs> like, they haven't found their rhythm yet. And I think the only one that started to feel a bit cohesive was Wonder Woman. Yes. Because it had a vision. Mm. And we all know who Wonder Woman is. And, Obviously, that movie kind of fell apart at the end. Yeah, but up until then, yeah. I was in. I was like, okay, here we go. We're having fun. I would and say we need to learn that CGI villains. <laughs> DC, yes. That's the, that's the Come biggest. On, man. Yes. We like, didn't need that. That was so unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, DC can... does not get their villains right. That's one we, thing. No, they definitely don't. When and Steppenwolf came out of the out of the boom tube, I was like, "Oh, come on!" Like, <laughs> right, good. Yeah. Oh, everyone's gonna get that. Uh. Um, but if we hadn't seen Taika Waititi's Thor uh, three, yeah, we wouldn't see Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. That's true. Yeah, there's there's no way that DC Vis visually is the same. Yeah, the yeah. Color. Like yeah. they aped it, and I'm like, sure. Let's let's see if you can carry it off as well as Taika did. Yeah, that's very interesting. If there was any property, though, it's Wonder Woman that could probably pull those colors off. Actually, definitely. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, Gal Gadot in the gold wings. That I mean, I have a special place for that armor. Uh, that armor, like when I saw that armor in Kingdom Come that first time for me, I was just like, "Bong, this is some real <laughs> this is Wonder Woman going into like full armor." Graphic novel. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex Ross art. Uh, anyways, with I could have talk a full hour just about that. But yeah, I bought, when, a, figure. I bought a statue of that toy because you know yeah, I, was, I don't even you know what I mean like I don't collect DC only yeah. Marvel and yeah I had to. That armor and, 
and I, I'm ex I was like when I saw the first, I was just like, okay, you better do this armor like you you got to do do it justice because this is like she does she all like in the comic book in Kingdom Come even when she references I only bring this out when like shit's about to get real it's like this is the real shit so I'm like super amped about what that means as mm -hmm. a story and what it means for her and what it means for the whole uh, you know I'm a huge Greek mythology geek so the whole mythology aspect of her legacy and stuff like that. Like these are all things that I'm really excited about. So, and I, and I need her to be just as, if not more hard hitting than she was in the first movie. Yeah. 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 And don't, don't lose that intensity. She's an intense person. I want to yeah. continue. I want to see that. I don't want, I don't want the jokes. Yeah. You know no. I mean? And that's <laughs> like, that's not what character is there for. Yeah. Like yeah. Wonder Woman's character straight, is man. to be like, she has a moral code and it's not, batman's moral code and no. it's not superman's moral code and here sorry now you got me going yeah let's go. let's go. i think it's because and this could be reading too deep into it but the moral code of thou shall not kill is very christian mm. yes and wonder woman avoided christianity right yeah superman grew up in Bible Belt America. Yeah. Batman grew up, you know, in the like, jungle. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> but all of them are like, killing is bad. Yeah. And Wonder Woman is like, no, sometimes you have to kill. Yeah. Wrong. Like, I, I, Wonder Woman, know for a fact that there is no hell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can go to hell and come back. Like, it's not a big deal. It's a physical place. I've done uh, it multiple times. So yeah. She's just, she knows that if someone is bad, you can kill them. That's yes. okay. This is the she best argument I've heard for Wonder Woman killing ever in a long time. Oh, dude. I honestly, I think I'm making it up. I don't think <laughs> no, anyone. No, no. This makes perfect sense. This makes perfect sense. Probably the best distillation. Of, yeah. of her character and her place Fact. in the DC universe. Yeah. And I think that based on what I've seen in the trailers, they're going to OP her. I think she's yeah. going to, she's going to, yeah, this she's is my prediction. This is not a spoiler, <laughs> just a prediction. She's going to fly. Oh, uh, yeah. she's going to fly. I think she's going to get, have that Superman man of steel moment where she's going to, you got to have a, you know, it's this certain relationship to her power. Yeah. And we see her, She's already in the sky. Yeah, they're teasing it. Right. They're teasing it a lot. Right. They did it at the end of her first movie. Like, yeah. I mean, the very, very, very Yeah. End. You yeah. take a leap off the Eiffel Ooh. Tower, like, okay, where <laughs> yeah. are you headed? Yeah. You know? so, you know. uh, I mean, they teased out everything except the invisible jet. So yeah. I think they're I think they're gonna kind of put her in context with Superman and and her place in, in as far as being powerful. Uh, you know, and and I think that that sh there is not anyone I think who could pull this character off the way Gal Gadot has done. You know, I have my doubts because yeah. of Fast and Furious, and she was very very thin, yeah. and I was kind of like that novelesque look is not going to get it. But she didn't come in like you know roided up. She has you know she she met she's you can feel the punches, yeah, you can feel yeah. the physicality, but she still got it's the acting. You know, it's the eye contact. Yeah. It's that regal. It's the voice. It's, it's the, the yeah. voice she speaks. That, yeah. You got that twang in her voice that makes yeah. you go. Yeah. You, you're like, she, yeah, she comes from somewhere. I know somewhere. I just don't <laughs> I, know I, where. I, right? like, I got to Gal Gadot because I, I was one of the first people. I mean, we when we did the episode after the trailer dropped, I was the first person to say, like, she ain't got it. And then <laughs> I, 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 no, I was. 
And then I, I, I pedaled that back hard once I saw the movie. I, I, just, I stand firmly and happily corrected because, as mm-hmm. like I said, I'm a huge uh, Wonder Woman fan. So for me, I was just like, Wonder Woman's supposed to look like who's the MMA fighter, Carla? Um, what's her Ronda Rousey? No, 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 no. no. Uh, you, Gina Carano. Yes. Gina, yes, yeah. Yes. I, that's who I like when I visualize Wonder Woman. I see the shoulders, I see the the build, yeah. and. I, like cool and then you give me gal gadot and i was just like okay fast and furious supermodel but i i firmly firmly corrected i said and well, I was don't be sleeping on gal gadot she's nope, israeli I, she's yeah, in the uh, army exactly yeah, yeah. Army. and like, the training regimen is online you can see that's she, it that's those are her kicks she's in that krav maga you know? like she knows what's up <laughs> yeah. i wouldn't go i wouldn't go up against gal gadot like, no, 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 no. I'm petrified of what Gal Gadot could do to me yeah, now. I, you would like snap something, like break your arm and <laughs> yeah. And honestly, it's kind of it's almost easier for women. It's not easy for women to bulk up, but it's just like, hey, just start eating for a bit. On <laughs> the model, on the model physique, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> That's it. And I mean, the Israeli accent is close enough to Greek that you're like, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's great. You're doing great. Keep it going. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm hoping happens here, because I do feel like DC is at some form, just like Ari said, of an inflection point as Mm. far as DCEU, which has kind of fallen behind Marvel in in ways. And the the discrepancy between the two franchises or, or studios or whatever you want to call them was that you know, Marvel put the parade before the fireworks. You spent 11 years building yeah. out a universe yep. of characters patiently incrementing their way toward Infinity War and and just made every step valuable. They didn't rush anything. You know, they fleshed out to the best that you can, anyone could have ever yeah. expect. The characters, they tied in their television universe. You know, if you were watching, um, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah. you know, it dovetailed in with the storyline and everything. And they allowed themselves to build out a new canon so that, you know, no one could say, well, I read the book and it's going to do this. Yeah, and they yeah, gave us yeah. all something to look forward to. Yeah. Whereas DC was like, you know what? We got two movies under our belt. How about we just bring? Yeah, let's let's just do this. They have their Infinity War. We'll do ours first. And <sighs> then we'll. So I was sitting there like, okay, they should have had Aquaman movie come out before. They should have had. Yeah. And I think that they're they're gonna try and maybe take that approach to whatever this next destination is. Multiverse. They want to be able to tell individual stories and not have them linked anymore. Exactly. And DC has the number one like narrative reason to do anything in any of these big universes, and it's yep. the multiverse. Yeah. You can do anything because of the multiverse. Yeah. And I always loved on the CW show. Supergirl takes place on Earth 32, mm. not Earth 1. Yeah. And you can get away with that. And DC fans understand that. Yeah. Yes. And the ones who don't understand that, okay, I'm not going to gatekeep. I shouldn't have started that. <laughs> oh, they can learn. What are you doing at this theater anyway if you don't yeah. understand? You need to no, I mean, the, no, it's just, DC's entire universe and, and comics was always based on multiverse. They had mm. their their golds, their silver era. Like that yeah. was always the thing. And they realized at one point it was a little too much. So they did the, um, in crisis. Yeah. Earth. But then yeah. they, they realized they didn't want to do that. So they broke it apart again. Then they did convergence. They go back and forth, but that's their way. Flashpoint. Of- yeah. They, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, they have, they play with uh, it. yeah, like, they, they completely 
fell apart chasing someone else's dream. You know yeah. what I mean? It, yeah. yeah. And the rushed. DC Comics, yeah. I would say that the DC Comics do like big universe storylines mm. better than Marvel does. I think and so too. they need to capitalize on that. And it's funny, just real quick, just tying this into racism uh, quickly. So <laughs> okay, <let's go> <laughs> when the Suicide Squad game trailer dropped. Maybe that's uh -huh. the title. Tying this into racism very quick. Just real quick, just real quick. When the trailer for the Suicide Squad game dropped, everyone was like, why is Deadpool black? He can't be black. Deadpool, uh, like Deadshot, sorry. Like Deadshot can't be black. He's not supposed to be black. And you're like, what's the one thing you know about the DC universe? <laughs> what's the one thing that you as a fan should know about the DC universe? There's only one reason why you think that this character can't be black. <laughs> and it has nothing to do with comic books. <laughs> I racism. <laughs> Just real quick, you know. Just real quick. Oh, While we're on the subject, <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm, I'm I I gotta say I'm really happy with you know again this all ties down to fandom. Fandom was really good. Uh, you guys. Uh, both on your fronts for the things that I know you were involved with. I was really excited. And I, I, you know, it's super cool that we got to talk with both of you about all that stuff. Cause I think that like, it's, it's fun to be a geek and know people who are connecting and geeking out with stuff. And, and I just, I definitely want, you know, you guys to just come on and talk to us about this stuff more, more often. Yeah. Always. Well, so if, you, if you need that. me to tie it back to racism, I, I'm always. I've got me the this is probably the best show to do that on, too, by the way. <laughs> it would be, it's very funny if people don't have video. Yeah, I know. <laughs> to really understand. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, the depth of comedy. I love it. Yes. Goodness gracious. Oh but I would say this. I would say this. You know, feel free. You know, the the. One thing I know about Warner Brothers in my discussions with them, and I don't know if, if Ari had the same types of discussions, is that they are looking for any opportunity to push out the next thing. Mm. When it came to the DC fandom, if I could have brought it to a bar mitzvah, they would have been like, we'll send you a box. What do you yeah. need? They, they really are energetic about getting the grassroots community excited about cool. their properties because they know that the fans the fans are who everyone follows. Even the muggle, the muggles go see the movies because they're dating or they're related to one of us nerds. <laughs> that's, you know, true. that's why they're in line on opening that's night at eleven thirty, sitting in the. That was great. <laughs> I'll, I'll go alone though. Don't threaten me with a good time. True. <laughs> <laughs> when I went to see Fellowship of the Ring in theaters. I was sitting next to what was obviously uh, a boyfriend girlfriend yeah. and the boyfriend was just in awe, but also that was like a three hour movie. It was something yeah. crazy. I saw it on Christmas. And I could see like the girlfriend being like, <sighs> like she was just <laughs> not into it. And then the movie ends and out loud, she went, what? Well, I hope they make a sequel. Oh no! Were you sitting next to me? Where do you live? Like my my date. Like, wait a minute! You, you can't end this. I'm running off. And it was so good because it's like 
Yeah. That's great. That great. If you haven't read the books, if you don't know anything about this universe, that was the weirdest movie in the <laughs> world. <laughs> like she was right to be confused. Wait, which movie oh, again? Fellowship. It was Fellowship oh, of the oh, Ring. Okay. Yeah. It was weird. It they always had no communication as a couple, though, because, like, oh no, if I was with someone, they would know at least the bare minimum of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would be like, you read hey, the package. Uh, I sent the package. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Because hey. I'm guilty of that back in the day. But, like, my exes are probably always just like, they see movies like that, and they're just like, oh, I'm so happy I'm not with him anymore. Because I was always just like, okay, I just need to explain 20 little things to you before we see this one superhero movie i've so, gotten better i've gotten better at that <laughs> yeah. I, I, only, I only do five now i don't <laughs> just I the five main points this i'm villain like, this person and their their buddies and they fight that's it that's I'm what you need to know my partner is is a fellow geek so like yeah. I, I the only thing i'll say to my partner is just like i would recommend watching this and this and the, the, she's just like cool and then she just goes off and watches it when she's ready and then we'll be like, okay, let's go see the movie. And she already, and I'm like, yes. cool. so much yep. easier. Yeah, like so can much. I, can I say that I am the only nerd in my family. So when I try to drag my parents who are on borderline elderly into the DC or Marvel universe, yeah. it is there should like, they they need their own movie because they have no <laughs> idea what was going on. <laughs> I try to tell them that you have to watch these movies and you have to watch them in a certain sequence. Yeah. The order helps. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Infinity War, Infinity War. My father called me 11 o'clock at night and he was like, what the hell just happened? Like <laughs> he was just like, it looked like everyone lost. Yeah. I'm like, no, dad, look, they're, uh... up, they're losing so they can win some way in this next movie. And then, yeah. and they just, you know, they, they're just a comedy show. You I know, because they're muggles and they don't get it, you know. Yeah. And, that's great. You know, so. the, the everyday struggle of a muggle, huh? <laughs> oh everyday struggle of a muggle. I like that on the shirt. That's a t-shirt. That is a t-shirt. Yo, so yeah. It's like Infinity War when when everybody was cussing and crying. You know, I know I was. Oh, I cursed. Dude. I cursed right next to a twelve-year-old in Infinity yeah, War. Yeah. I apologize and everything. I, was, I, I, I I don't think I spoke for the last like ten minutes of Infinity War. Weeping will do that to you. Yeah. You don't even have the chuckle that goes along with crying anymore. No. You just, it yeah. was it was shocking. It yeah. was legit. It was I I had no words. I yeah. had none. I was like, wow, they really did this. But and that, that was the thing. I was excited that they did it because I was just like, wow, Marvel's really going for it. And then yeah. but then the conversation just immediately turned into like, well, we know What's they're all next? coming back. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That was the only thing that sucked. I you know how this ends. Yeah, yeah, true. I know, yeah. I in think some ways, favorite, in some ways. Yeah. yeah. I think my favorite thing was when I heard kids, like some parents, like were complaining, like, I brought my child to this. Oh He's God. been crying for three days. And I'm like, but buddy, like, I mean, <laughs> here's, here's some comic books that explain yeah, what yeah. happens next. Yeah. It's we explain death to your children. <laughs> <laughs> crazy you know what though you're not wrong like if ever you're gonna try and explain death to a kid using a movie like that it's, it's, yeah it's, but not really because uh, no, then they come back yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, collect stones they can bring yeah, back yeah. 
Yeah. Like, that's not how life works. Hey, man. Bad, bad parents are 101 there, Doc. Dragon Ball. <laughs> Jeez. Either one, you could bring back anybody you want, kiddo. You're 12 years old. You're old enough to explore the world by yourself with a Pikachu and, a, and try and find the Dragon Balls in the stone. Go ahead. Man, I wish yeah. Dragon Balls. Don't forget Dragon to though. take your little brother with you to Morag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great. Oh, my God. Nice. Ooh, inside oh. nerd joke. Look at that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Deep. We're deep into the- <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, uh, guys, you know what? I think we're going to skip over the view of the right thing, but we are going to jump to geek news because then we can just talk all this stuff with you guys. Let's do um, it. Uh, wait, should I even play the... Play the Heck yeah. Play the song. Play us in. Geek news and rumors. Uh, well, first off, do you guys have any uh, geek news and rumors or anything that you've heard recently that you'd want to share with the public? Uh, we have a few <laughs> on our list, but uh, any spoilers? No, no, no obviously. Dave, I'll just take it. Ask for it. <laughs> Um, I think one of the things that I found the most interesting, and Toby, I think this is the one you posted, live action Powerpuff Girls coming to the CW. Uh, yeah. Okay, what? so. There's some- <laughs> Surprise <laughs> to you, right, Hilton? I'm a thumbs down, too. So that's three thumbs down. <laughs> you been, this this quadrant here, this L here is the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> who, who else is de- yeah, so- down or thumbs up? Skinny. It's also gonna be in the. It's gonna be in the same universe as a DC. Um, I'm here. Nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> not, not committing. You're gonna wait and see how it plays out. I'm middle ground because I know that they can't do one of my favorite villains from the show already. Mojo, Mo, Mojo Jojo. Mojo Jojo. Shut up. No, they can't. What? Mojo Jojo. <laughs> right? Yeah, of course. Him's the best villain. The best in... They can't do yeah. him. No, they can't do him. Because that would be super problematic. Like they can't do him at all. I haven't watched. I didn't watch a lot of the episodes when I was him younger. Was he, I did. Was he? I don't, why is him problematic? For those who don't know, him was he's, he crossed. Okay. He was yeah. Him was him. You gotta look him up. Was he was him. him. Do we want to put in a disclaimer to anyone who might be offended by what we're about to explain? Because. <laughs> I feel no, like no, no, it's, it's not even don't worry, don't it's worry, not, gang. Yeah, I'm no... gay. I can handle this one. Yeah. Um... <laughs> there's no, there's no, there's no offense. It's actually what the character is. He's a cross-dressing devil. Yes. Yeah. He's he's all powerful. Yeah. And he's presented very effeminately. He wears yeah. lipstick. He uh, has high-heeled shoes. Uh, he has like a uh, Rocky or picture show. Picture show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. And but he's like, he's bad. Not, yeah, but he's like he's well, evil. He's he's evil. such a good villain, just a really good villain. When you say he can't be done, though, I'm confused because he was done in cartoon pretty well. Mm-hmm. So when you say he can't be done, is it graphics wise or just as a character? As a well, because this is live action now. Yeah, so you're gonna have to have a, a man or someone, yeah, dress up like this, and like the voice too, man. Just oh my god, I see googling gang. Okay. <laughs> I like the re- the fact that you guys like this. It's just funny because it's been a while, so I'm like trying. I can't really. Uh, every time they introduce him, they would be like, "Oh, the diabolical him," and it would be like, "Oh, it's so chilling. It was oh, great. Yeah. Him was, was fantastic. Interesting. Was it? <laughs> but, but, <laughs> was it something a, that got away with back then? Like it was just like no one's gonna care because it's the. Early it was a cartoon. We didn't yeah. think yeah. about it. 
the show they can't do the mayor being super perverted with the no face nerd. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. can't do gang green gang. They can't do a lot. Like no, only they can do Mojo Jojo though. I just we gotta rewind because I don't think anyone heard anything on that. Oh, I heard that. <laughs> no disrespecting Mojo. Oh. See someone else in our some of the people are watching live and they said Mojo Jojo was incredible. So there you go. We're not taking anything <laughs> away from him. <laughs> Mojo Jojo is for the surface fan. If you really watched, you know him. Wow. Like, hey, you know what? You know what? That's one fandom I'm not going to be angry about. You can have your Powerpuff. Dexter's Laboratory, Johnny Bravo. That's yeah. my shit. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, but I, I'm I'm gonna my usual complaints when it comes to the CW stuff, as you guys know. Um, I I'm not cool with Greg Berlanti being this all-seeing master of creation. That's yeah. my thing. I said it. I said it with Lorne Michael on NBC for the late night stuff. I say it with Greg Berlanti on the CW. I'm not cool with a, a network putting all their eggs in one basket. I always think it's problematic in the end because if anything happens, and unfortunately stuff has happened in in the entertainment industry where one name can can take down i just don't like it I, also at the end of the day i know that people are working like there's multiple different creators and executives working with greg berlanti so it's not only his vision and i get that i just don't like that his finger is in every pot i, I want more diversity uh when it comes but to that stuff. i want he, different have the same sort of kevin feige like role though no, that's the thing because Kevin Feige is running, uh, is trying to keep all the elements together in one universe. Berlanti is literally just a producer who's just producing a show, producing a show, producing a show. The shows aren't necessarily all connected. Um, oh, I see. Okay. And the same thing with Lauren. And uh, like, I think the best example has always been for me, Lauren Michael. I don't like the fact that Lauren Michael runs six out of seven nights on NBC. I think, you know, you have like, you have one voice and one vision. And, you know, if you guys, if you know, I mean, Toby, you and I talk about, we listen to podcasts all the time. Anyone who's from SNL talks about the Iron Fist of Lorne Michael. Not necessarily in a negative way, but Lorne Michael is very specific in how he wants things presented. And he has a really strong hold on the shows that he does. And the fact that The Tonight Show and The Late Show with Seth and Saturday Night Live and all that stuff is just his vision as a producer. And then you also see how he keeps his finger in the pot when people leave the SNL. He's He was like an executive producer on... Portlandia. He's an executive producer on this Chase show over here. He's a producer on that. He and I, I, I find like those guys who are just always, uh, you it's, know, it's a pyramid scheme from the top. Yeah. Everything they work, every everything yeah, makes money. That's what it feels like. Thing. Thank it's, you. You know, that's the best. It, it thing. Is. I get it. It's the nature at, of the business, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, the, the like Lauren is getting the ten percent from the ten percent from the ten percent. Berlanti's getting the ten percent from the ten percent from the ten percent. I'm just hoping that someone else and enough other people. Chuck Lorre was doing it too. I'm hoping there's enough people also getting the other ten percent. You know what I mean? It looks to me though. That's all I'm saying. It looks to me though that that sentiment obviously has been going on for years, but. Lately, yeah. I even as a casual, I'm not gonna say I'm like in the industry as much as I would like to be. It it seems like some kind of change is happening on some level in a lot of places when mm. it comes to making those kinds of decisions. 
um and like just seeing the kind of people who are in, in the social like powerpuff girls probably would have never became a thing if diablo cody didn't fight for it and who would have listened fact. to diablo cody before right fact. Uh, to, to, okay you know so you know it seems like there is some kind of change happening now are these the shows that we want eh. but <laughs> i know i know one of the other things is when I say that, I say that purely from a perspective of I don't like when one person has their right. thumb on the scale. But at the end of principle. Yeah, as, exactly. At the end of the day, Greg Berlanti is actively pulling in people to work on stories that I don't think other people would have given those same people chances before. Because Greg Monty himself, uh, LGBTQ producer who got in and was just like, I want, you know, this person working with me. I want Black Lightning to be a thing. So I'm going to pull the a key, a kill and this person in. I want this show to be a thing. <laughs> Skinny. <laughs> but, you know, like, and I respect that. It's just also at the same time, I'm hoping that the networks realize don't always only go to your Greg Berlanti. Right. You can also go to these other people and there make other people at the same level who could probably make the same or even better decisions than he's making. Yeah. And but that's the thing. The right? opportunity. Yeah. Ari and Dave were saying it before. It takes forever for stuff to get to the top. If Greg Berlanti has the ear and is able to get that stuff through the gatekeepers, I'm for it. I just, I, it's like, like Hilton said, at the end of the day, for me, it's just a matter of principle of, I don't like one person being the voice. That's, that's my, my, my stake in it. Um, I'm trying to look up the other geek news. Uh, this one, two Netflix things, um, or three shows that got canceled. Uh, I am not okay with this. Uh, and the society got canceled and altered carbon just got announced to be canceled right before we started the show. Yep. Um, um, so let's touch on altered carbon first. <clears throat> Okay, season one not a COVID-related cancellation, by the way. That's that no, was no, 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 definitely not. Um, season one was honestly perfect to me. Very well done. It explained it everything from top to bottom. You knew what was going on. The action was incredible. The acting uh, from, I always blank on his name the moment I'm about to say, Joel Kinnaman, was incredible as, yes, as, as yes. a character. Now, the second season felt disjointed. It felt forced. Yeah, disjointed. I didn't finish it. I, yeah, I stopped, I stopped watching because I didn't. I stopped halfway yeah, through. I, yeah, agreed. So I don't know. Unfortunately, they shot Looking, themselves and didn't come watch? back too soon. Um, yeah, I don't know if they necessarily. And I love this guy. I love Falcon, <laughs> but I'm <laughs> yeah. not sure they picked Mackin. the right person for this lead role. I know well, they. It felt like a diversity hire. It well, not just that, is that God bless Anthony Mackey. Yeah, great. I, yeah. I love him as Falcon, he's a great casting job, job for that. But he's 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 Anthony Mackey in every role, he's, mm. he's yeah. not, he's a character actor. And so, I'm watching Falcon in Ultra Carbon, that's what I was yeah. watching, and I was fine, I was fine with that. I was not enchanted with it like I was in season one, right? right. Um. Joel I felt Kinnaman like season one strange. Yeah, you know? I felt like I felt like there was a certain aspect of him being lost, and and because he was lost, his exploration drew the audience into the story because we wanted to find out too who you are, right? Yeah, right. But you know, Mackie comes in in, the, in season two, and he kind of already knows stuff, and he's familiar with the terrain, and everyone's familiar with him, and he's kind of stepping into this role, and he and he and doesn't have like the same vulnerability, that, you know. It just didn't quite, quite 
own it for me. You know, I mean, the first yeah. one, the first one was the Blade Runner that we deserved, um, yeah. and <laughs> but didn't get. I mean, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm not hurt that they that they canceled it. If they're not going to do it right, yeah. yes. if it's not going to be at least as good as the second one. If it was going to take another step down like you know from the first to the second then i'm not interested yeah. so i was not hurt at all i do wish that they would get off their butts to get you know falcon and winter soldier on my screen i don't know what's holding that up uh, uh I, they, I, they, all they in the end so, yeah they, they weren't they weren't able to go back into production because of issues in uh were, was it the czech republic that they were filming the last because supposedly everything was done on this end, the scenes that they needed to in the Czech Republic that would were going to fit in and, and sprinkle throughout different episodes couldn't get filmed because COVID hit. So those unfortunately delayed. Because even the first episode has, I mean, I guess it's a spoiler in a sense, but the first episode was going to have a scene that they needed to film in the Czech Republic specifically and that they could not add to the episode. So that's why they were just like, well, we have to delay everything because those scenes are needed to for the the continuity of like for the the episodes there. But they're filming. That, that was now. the last thing. <clears throat> well, they're supposed to be back in, in production. Exactly, like in uh, yeah. July or August, so they should be back in Prague. I think filming that. Prague, thank you. That's, yeah, okay, yeah. that's what. Yeah. Um, so yeah, guys, I got to break. It's eight o'clock. Uh, okay, this has been amazing. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. Invite me back. You guys are fun. This was this was a, a nerd out that that was sorely needed after all of this nerd stuff happening over the That's last awesome. week, man. So I'm you're, I'm I'm hooked. I'm hooked. So you're more than welcome, man. We appreciate you being here. You had a great time. Talk to y'all soon. Take it easy. Peace, man. Have a good one. Um. Yeah. I mean, you know. Uh, one last thing that I just saw that got announced, I think at Fandom, that but I missed it. HBO's uh, HBO Max's Gotham PD spinoff uh, that is supposed to be another, uh, you know, another Gotham PD, just like the horrible show Gotham. Unless people <laughs> like it here, but Dave's not here for some. I think Dave unfortunately got disconnected, didn't get to reconnect. But so that show's going to take place before the Batman now is what they're saying. That is the news that I saw. <laughs> Harry. <laughs> so, uh, at the end of the day, though, we don't need. So they're but, still okay. trying to link things. Yeah. See, that's the thing. That's the thing that I find weird about what they're doing over at DC. It's the idea that H. So, I don't know if you guys. I know you guys know that I like to keep abreast of the kind of crazy, weird behind-the-scenes stuff that happens on a lot of this stuff. So I know that the person who took over Warner and then th th they decided they wanted to try and put all this stuff together for the production, not even just DC, but any television stuff. So Warner Max is now a thing where it's Warner and HBO Max. There's Warner Max Productions, which is going to oversee television. And then some of the movies are being done from the same Warner production. So they're being linked Thinly, it sounds like, but still linked. And that's why Gotham, the Gotham PD series is going to be linked to the movie because they realize that that's a hot commodity. People are, I mean, if you knew that there was a prequel to the Batman, you would watch it, right? Uh, I mean, I'm going to watch it. I don't know about you guys. But... 
I'll check. Are it you out. not going to watch another bat, bat the Batman universe related thing where Thomas Wayne is still alive and living in Gotham? Like, there's so much stuff to oh, be no. done. In a- no, okay, okay, I'm on. not doing the Krypton version of this. No, I don't. I don't see Krypton was a good show. Right <laughs> until they overdid it and then it failed. Right? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. They did overdo it in the first season, and we were shocked. And yeah, long story short. Yeah, but they, yeah, we already had this, but that was impressive. Anyways, whatever. We won't go back into that again. But yeah, that one is winning. Yeah, I don't. Um, How do you go do a Gotham PD in Gotham before Batman? Gotham without Batman or anyone in the Bat family. Did you guys read Gotham Central? No. no. Okay, that, so that's the prequel. That's a comic book. That's very much what they want to do with the show, right? The kind yeah. of idea. yeah, like the it, it the whole comic book. Like it's really good, actually. If you guys can pick yeah, up Gotham Central, heard. I would definitely um, encourage it. But the whole thing is, it's Gotham PD dealing with the fact that they operate in a world where one there are supervillains, yeah, and yeah, two. Batman takes care of a lot of this shit. <laughs> so it's it's a bit like Astro City where you're seeing behind the scenes. Oh, and so you get to follow Gotham PD actually solving crimes and oh, you know dealing with the aftermath of a lot of these things and it only oh, works because it's in the Batman time. Yeah. You know okay. like Thank watching you. you could you could just take NYPD Blue Change it yeah. to Gotham Blue, same show, right? Because as far as I know, or as far as any of us know, until yeah. Batman became a thing, Gotham was just a That's high just, crime urban center. Thank yeah. you. It's just a police procedural at that point. Yeah. So, so but that, let me actually also. The series was supposed to be, and the fans saw Edward E. Nigma working there and said, well, we want the Riddler, make him the Riddler. And Understood. That's, yeah, but then, but then, why if you're gonna bring it back now? Yeah, why go pre-Batman? Just because you want to tie it in, in in some way, there's no need. You might as mm-hmm. well just create, have your own show, and not be tied in in any way, and just have free reigns. Okay. I, I I just don't see the benefit. It's gonna be another canceled show. We're gonna talk about it. Yeah, because they already tried doing the mob thing with Falcone and Fish Mooney and all that, and then that what's. Right. I think I really do think that's what the show was trying to be. And they weren't good. Like Penguin was an umbrella boy. That's cool. Edward Enigma worked for Gotham PD. Little Easter eggs, probably. Yeah. And that's what it was. But then the fans kept like pushing and pushing and being like, well, because the fans aren't interested in Gotham without Batman. (laughs) It's that simple. It's that simple. It it, it (laughs) truly proves that it was a flawed premise. Yeah. That's right. I mean, I, at the end of the day, I'm the kid who likes police procedurals. Like yes, I, I know, I know. You're yeah. Dick Clark here. If Dick Clark could be a black guy in his, in his house. <laughs> you love his shows. I never understood it. Dick Wolf, you mean? But yeah, yeah. Sorry, Wolf. same same person, right? Yeah. I think. <laughs> totally same person. Same person. Yeah, yeah, Dick Clark, <laughs> Dick Wolf, same guy. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's true. I am I am a sucker for a good procedural. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm actually. Actually, rewatching Law and Order from season one right now. I'm up to season who five. Do, who does like, that? There's twenty. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. <laughs> yeah, there's twenty Just, seasons. Four hundred years. Uh, say what? Oh, man. Sorry, I skate, said, would well, you say? twenty years. So why would you even go back to like? <laughs> I don't like SVU. What? He has I a preference. Like when I say he loves Dick Wolf shows, he loves like he SVU. Knows. Don't get me wrong. SVU is a good show. Wait, I, one that got canceled. Was it Criminal Intent that got canceled? Oh, I love Criminal Intent. 
criminal intent was their take on Sherlock Holmes. I don't know if you guys know that. But Vincent D'Onofrio's oh. character. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was the I perfect. I feel like you're a lot of shade right now, guys. I don't know what this like. I, I don't know what's going on here. Ah, wow. <laughs> that that hit that cool story, bro. Button so well. So. Well. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, okay. That's the whole point. I'm here to be proud. Oh, you me, and if you guys, you know, I, that's fair. I get it. Oh, yeah. dude. That was so good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> One of the other things that they announced at Fandom that we didn't talk about is Jason Todd from Titans is going to become Red Hood. Too soon. Stupid. Bad. See, you think it's too soon? What? Why? Why? No. Yeah. No. Well, what? it's not too soon. Okay. You think it's too soon in the show, but in the universe, it's not too soon. Universe it's, actually, it's actually a little late. Well. <laughs> He's he, he's not gonna die. They're not gonna kill Jason Todd and and Joker, and then he disappears for twenty years, right? No. But he needs more of a reason to be Red Hood. Like you're not gonna just be like fuck you, Batman, and leave. Like no. Yeah. But he's already having those sort of conflicts. When I say it's a little too late, what I mean by that is that like with the story they brought in, it's a little too late to go the Red Hood direction. Also, how are you going to do Red Hood and Scarecrow when you have Blackfire coming? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I think for Titans, it's 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 a big swing for them to try and do this much. They did a good job last season of not overwhelming fans by doing the, you know, they, they peppered the stories across, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Deathstroke was a main plot and that, that was it, right? Like, we got that and we we're okay with that. I think trying to throw in Red Hood combined with... Uh, Black Star combined with all these other things, it might get the effect of Krypton syndrome, which is. But did they confirm 100% that Red Hood would happen or that the storyline would be there? Because he, that could just mean that no, he they, dies at Red Hood. They confirmed that uh, DC fandom confirms Jason Todd will become Red Hood in Titan season three. Probably yeah, at the end of season three, but season three. I mean, we already saw the brainwashing. Like they're they're switching it up, right? It's not Joker this time. Deathstroke took him. He, yeah. he, he doesn't die. He got brainwashed, and you know they're gonna play on that it's, stuff. It's, it's they, literally Teen Titans. Yeah, they planted. Yeah, yeah, they planted the seeds. It's there. So it, it makes sense. That's why, like, I agree with Toby. It makes sense in this universe with the seeds they planted. You're gonna want to do that as soon as possible. We're not gonna play out the Jason card, Jason T- Todd card. Three seasons later, with Sorry, I, said, I, said, I said, um, I said, Teen Titans, but I meant uh, Young Justice. Sorry. Yeah. Can we yeah. can we have him kill Ravager because she sucks? Why? I like her. The, oh. This version or the character in general? The version, the costume, the everything. Get her out of oh, here. That's fair. Yeah, this that's version right. isn't the best version of the character. Um, I do love the character though. I think she's yeah. one of the better characters in DC. But yeah, I could see that. Um. Yeah, uh, what else did I have on the docket here? I had one thing that you guys didn't react to at all when I showed you, but like nobody's gonna react to Lockheed in New Mutants. Nobody. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. It's, it's, it's okay, there you go. I was enough, and everybody just silenced me. It's, it's because of what we're we're not excited about it anymore. Yeah, it's okay. I'm you, not know, you actually want to know what the real news is? It's actually hitting theaters tomorrow, and so oh, far nothing awesome. has stopped it. <laughs> Oh, tenant, tenants out too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tenants out. I like. Well, I'll just I skip mean, over my purple dragon. 
<laughs> I didn't try to. I th- <laughs> he's walking away. I was getting the action figure. Is that um, why you're? Oh, is that why you're wearing the purple shirt? Was that for Lockheed today? Yeah, that's for my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. That's great. Uh, I mean, dude, for me, it's more of matter of I'm not excited for New Mutants. I'm yeah. really oh, Lockheed. That's like a direct link to X Men. He's I know, there's no link though. Exactly. Toby just said there's no link. You're introducing him in a movie that we know isn't going to go any further. The universe is already dead. What's Do you know that? Do you know that? Oh, yes. 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 Why would they put it in theaters then? Why would they just not put real safety on the map? I don't they know. You tell me because I thought I thought they should have put it out on home video a long time ago. Well, they can't. It was a contract thing. That's there what they go. said. At the end of the day, there was a contract. They had to put it in theaters before they could put it out on, on uh, premium video on demand. And that's the only reason we didn't get it yet. You know so, what though? Those Lockheed toys would have been a hot commodity if this whole movie didn't fall to shit. I'm just gonna have Lockheed appear on my shoulder out of nowhere. <laughs> Uh, two other things that I had: uh, Sony recruits JC uh, Chandor to direct a Craven the Hunter film that's going to be set in the Tonyverse. I don't know if anyone's excited about that, but you're excited about Craven. Uh, Craven the Hunter is my favorite Spider-Man villain. Oh, dope! Okay, I like it. I actually dressed up as Craven the Hunter one Halloween. Badass! Very successfully, let me okay. tell you. But as a as a Craven fan, similar to with Venom, can you tell a good Craven story? Without Spider-Man, can I ask no. though? Is Craven the Lobo equivalent? Do you think? I don't think Lobo. No, no, that's a because yeah, that's, that's Lobo's. No. I mean, one space. Yeah, um, outside of the space, just in terms of character, superpower, not superpowered. Doesn't Craven take a serum? I thought well, the, the whole thing about Craven, right, is that he just. It's the love of the sport. Yes. And he, you, you guys have read Craven's Last Hunt, right? No, not yet. But, we, you yeah. know, we should make a list based on all the things you've told us to read. I'm going to add that as a banner for people. <laughs> so, um, okay, I'm going to spoil it. I'm sorry. This comic's like 30 years old. We love, we love it. <laughs> uh, so in The Last Hunt, Craven believes that he has finally killed spider-man oh and he actually is like well what now well there is this spider-man costume i guess i'll put it on and just be spider-man for a bit oh is this superior spider-man no 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 so he just like he's spider-man for a bit but he can't he can't do it the way peter parker did Uh. and so craven okay this is going to be dark. No, it's great. Go Craven ahead. realizes that there's nothing else for him to do in this life. He vanquished his most difficult foe mm-hmm. and realized that there's nothing left for him. And he just kills himself. What? Oh, no, we're, we're uh, yeah. cutting out. <laughs> oh, bye, gang. Sorry. Sorry, guys. We're I'm just... curious. How does he do that? <laughs> he himself, I think. Get the comic book. <laughs> Yeah, I'm too lazy. I'm not gonna. You just That's did the best part. I'm not gonna read all the way to the end. <laughs> his son comes back, and it's like Craven's son, and he wants revenge on Spider-Man because he thinks it's his fault that Daddy. Yeah, I have that comic actually. You didn't even oh, write wow. a note. What a jerk. Yeah, man. That's 
I'm going to tell nobody. It's Craven. Yeah, but uh, Craven's a complicated character. He's got a strict set of rules, strict set of morals, and he's a uh, he's a generally like he would sorry, be lawful sorry, evil. Sorry, guys, on my end, really cut out uh, when you started explaining uh, what Craven. Like right when oh, you start saying that Craven oh, oh. uh, takes can't do the man. Yeah, so Craven yeah. um, retires to Boca Raton, Florida, and lives happily ever after. <laughs> yes. that's, that's what I said true. when you cut out. <laughs> that's exactly what you uh, said. Damn. Okay, I guess I anyway. The good part, but big Craven fan. That's but Craven needs Spider Man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's my thing. I really do think that uh, th that there's certain characters that need, like certain characters that need certain people, or their their stories mm -hmm. just don't hit the same way. No. No, and there's a reason why they were secondary characters. I, are you guys not hearing me? That, uh, no, no, we we can hear oh, you. There's just a delay on your again? end, probably. So whenever you ask a question, we're trying to answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you keep asking if we can hear you. Oh no. <laughs> And wait for it. Okay, but it, is it okay now? It's <laughs> fine. It's fine. You just have maybe a second or two delay. In three, two, one, and. Okay, he's not. Uh, it didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> he, he, he muted himself. He muted himself. Uh, let's <laughs> he's wrap like, this thing up. Come on. Yeah, I think, I think we're pretty much at the end there, Doc, and right on cue with your uh, thing cutting out over here. Yeah. Do you guys have actually Ari? Do you have anything you yeah, want to yeah, yeah. promote or anything like that on our platform? That yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we're done. It's the end of the show, kids. Anything you guys want to tell the people? <laughs> come on, man. come on! I love that we're ending like this. By the way, I love this. Are professional. <laughs> love that delay. <laughs> All right, sorry. Before he, before Brian so rudely interrupted. God damn it. Get my agent on the horn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, follow Sweet Baby Inc. on Twitter. We're Sweet Baby MTL. And we have so many games coming out. So keep, a, keep abreast. And uh, Suicide Squads. Yep. Looking forward yep. to playing those, by the way, too. And it's Sweet Baby Inc. Yeah. fully spelled out. Nothing special. <laughs> Nothing special. Nothing Sweet special in the uh, character. There's a special thing that I just remembered i had at my desk that's a Is that batman oh, year two. two and in it if you're wondering whose gun this is it's the gun that killed his parent oh no Wait, <laughs> he uh... looks so happy like it's the gun that killed his parents it's a that wild cool. comic y'all batman approved batman approved yeah all right dave skinny anything else um just happy to be back have yourselves a good week Go see New Mutants and support Lockheed. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> are you going to go to the theater and see it? I mean, I'll figure it out. I got something. I got. I got a plan. Buy all up right. all that sweet Lockheed merch before it's gone. Exactly. Yeah. All the merch. All right. Thanks, Ariadne, for coming. Uh, this was awesome. It was me. fun to talk to you. Yeah. Um, and Hilton obviously was here as well. Everyone, good night. Yeah. Good night. Peace.